We believe that we all have a true voice within, one that when accessed allows us to live a life of true happiness and fulfillment. Through conversations and shared experiences, we'll help you discover the key to achieving this freedom and understand who you are at a deeper level. We'll assess not only how we are unique and powerful, but also integrate why by enhancing your life and giving that inner voice the strength you need to succeed. Welcome to Understanding Personality, Live Your True Voice with your hosts, Mandy Keene and Mike Ryan. Okay, so this next one can be kind of controversial, this 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 old way of thinking, because I, I know a lot of people are going to hear this and go, wait a minute, I don't know if I agree with that. So so bear with us and let us describe this to you and have you understand, you know, where we are coming from with this. And, and friend, I'd like for you to tell us what, what you think about this. This one is, you are in control. You have all the power. Oh my gosh. I love this one because it's funny. (laughs) It's funny to me because you know me, friend. Um, For those of you who are listening to this episode and you haven't heard our story, we've been best friends for 25 years. So, you know, Mike knows me better than any other human on the planet. And so this one makes me laugh because I kind of laugh at myself, you guys, because I have wanted to believe that. That was a belief that I had in my 20s where. I really wanted to believe I had the power and, you know, I was a coach and I coach people on how to take their power and and be in control. And there's a difference between power and control, right? And I think it's important to differentiate that power is to me, my definition of power is really owning what you can change, you know, owning what you can do, owning what, what is yours and control is the illusion that we, do we have any control over the weather? Do we have any control over what anyone else is going to do? Another human being or an animal, you know, but yet I know that in our, our, in our self-help experience that, that we went through in our early twenties, we were sold this belief that you are in control and it's all up to you. There's a lot of things that we could take responsibility for, and there are things that are in our our power. But what I find is this belief, I'll speak for myself, it made me crazy. It made me crazy. I just, you know, I, I remember trying to force some things that were never going to happen because I believed I had the, the ego and, and I'll just say it, the arrogance to believe that I could force something. I have two examples. One was I was in a sales position that, you know, and, and to, you know, refer to assessments, if you guys are familiar with DISC, I'm a high IS and high Ds just tend to make better salespeople because high Ds are driven and they'll ask for the sale and they're not afraid to be blunt and direct. Well, I'm a low D and I was in a high D sales position. So I was in a sales position that really didn't suit my natural personality. And I struggled with it and I hated it. And friend, you remember many times me calling you from Tahoe crying because I wasn't as good as the other high D's I was working with. And I was just beating myself up. But because I believed I could control this and that I could control it, 
I was forcing myself to try and be someone that I really wasn't. And talk about repressing my emotions. I repressed my sadness, my fear, my loneliness, my anger until I I would end up having a volcano of emotions later. But my point is, is that I was humbled in that experience. And now I can look back many years later and I can look and look back and that 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 Mandy, that Mandy just needed to recognize that this wasn't for her. And, and that was an experience and instead of trying to control it. Now, another experience I had, I want to share, and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. Have you ever been in a relationship that you knew in your heart of hearts was not right, but you tried to make it happen anyways, right? You tried to force it. I think a lot of us can relate to that, whether it's even a romantic partner relationship or even sometimes a friend or a boss or a coworker. When we realize that, oh, wait a minute, this is, this is not, this is not working out for me. But that, that insane belief of that I'm in control, I, I, I'll speak for myself again. I believe blocks our clarity. I know for me, I believed when I was in a relationship with someone who I clearly was not a good match for me, it was like a giraffe and a penguin trying to match. It was never going to happen. But I believed that if I wanted it bad enough, right? How many times have we heard that? If you just want it bad enough, you can make it, you're in control. But that's not the truth. And it causes a lot of pain and confusion and suffering that now I look back on is really, it can be avoided. Well, and how many of you have really wanted something in your life? Like you, you thought you wanted something. Let's say it was a job, right? You wanted to work at this particular company or you wanted to have this particular you know, position and you went after it and you did all the things that you're supposed to do to get it. And it just didn't work out for some reason. Like, I don't know how many times in my life that kind of thing has happened or, or, or that I've seen in other people's lives. Like, you think you want something, you go after it, and for, for whatever reason, you don't you don't get that job. Or let's say you you start to go to school for that job that you think you want, and then you realize, oh man, I kind of hate this. Like I hate this topic. You know, how many people go to I forget the statistic, but it's something like 80% or more of people that graduate from college don't even end up using their degree. In, in what they're doing, right? So there's an example of people that go and think, I'm in total control and I'm going to be, you know, a dental assistant or whatever it is. And then you get in school and you figure out, oh, I hate this. Or then you graduate and you get the job and you realize, oh, this is not what I want. Whereas you thought that you knew and you thought you were in control and you thought you were creating your path. I mean, the longer that you live, the more you realize that your path is really... Uh, a much bigger thing than just you deciding what you're going to do. And you start to realize that you're, you're, you're not the only one in control, that there is a higher force, you know, call it, call it God, call it the universe, call it higher power, whatever you want to call it, that, that is in control. You know, you, like Mandy mentioned, you may think that you, you know, want to have this relationship and, and then you get in the relationship and you realize I'm not, I'm not happy here. I'm not, I'm not happy with this decision that I made to be with this person. And you realize, man, I'm not really in control or, or things happen like, um, uh, you know, I call them God things, right? God things happen like that you have no control over. Like suddenly your, your mom gets sick, right? Or, or suddenly your, 
your dad falls and breaks his leg or like you have no control over those things, you know, life stuff that, that happens like that. Like for instance, you know, Mandy and I wanted to launch this podcast show over a, a year ago and actually started recording. We were so excited and we thought we were in control and we were launching this and we were getting ready to do it. And then all of a sudden I was poisoned with mold. My house had a mold infestation. I was forced to evacuate my house. I had to move all of my stuff out of my house while I was wearing a, a, a suit and a gas mask. And it took weeks and weeks. And of course, that delayed everything. And, and, and we, here we thought we were in control and we were going to launch this podcast show. And this is what we decided we wanted to do. And then a, a God thing happened, you know, mold poisoning. And, and that put a, a wrench in the entire thing. So now we don't want to say that you're not in control of anything. You, you are in control. But what we want to change is the, the conversation about what you're in control of. And, and what you're not in control is, is the external, right? Things that are happening outside of you. So what's the, what's the new belief if, if you're not in control and you don't have all the power? The, the, the new belief is that we're not in control of the external, but we can become masters of, the, of within and control within, right? Like I can control, you know, if, if let's say going back to some of those examples, let's say my mom gets sick, I can control how I respond to it, how I react to it, how I feel about it, right? Let's say, you know, that the, the, the mold devastation happened. I can respond to what I do about it, right? Where I go from here. Um, that's what you can control is, is, is within and your experience of what's happening within. Some of us feel very out of control with what's happening in the world. I mean, look at, look at COVID. That's another God thing that happened, right? Like Mandy and I had a lot of plans this year. I think like everybody that kind of went to crap, right? Because of COVID, like we wanted to go travel and do certain things and, and now we can't do it. That's a, that's just a, a, a God thing that happened. And now plans change, but we can control how we respond to it, how, how it affects us, what we do inside and, and, and within instead of what, what happens to us on the external. Oh, that was so beautifully said, Fran. Like, I really love how you, you know, pointed out the difference between, you know, we are in control, but it's, it's having a different conversation about it and looking at it's, a, it's about cultivating going within. And I, I found for myself, it's a lot easier. You know, there's some days I'm better at my reactions and my responses than other days. And I've really noticed that when my self care is really high, you know, I have as simplistic as it sounds, I had good sleep, I'm eating healthy, yummy, you know, lots of life fruits and vegetables, good food, I'm laughing with loved ones, I'm meditating yoga, I'm getting plenty of sunlight, nature, that when something inevitably happens that I don't want to have happen, like someone getting sick or something happening, my response can be from such a place of, of strength and compassion and love. But I've also had my dark side where my self-care was out the window. I got crappy sleep. I'm eating crappy. I'm not getting sun. I haven't done yoga. I haven't meditated. And then have you ever had like something really small happen where you're like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's because your battery's low, right? Where like just almost everything's irritating you and, and annoying you. And I find that when I get to that place, that to me is a sign. Like I have a, I'm very visual. So 
I like visualize myself and like Mandy's profile. And you know, like when your cell phone battery is red, I just picture like Mandy and it's like uh, um, red. It's like, okay, I got to recharge because this isn't, this isn't good. And that is what you know, we want to cultivate because when we do that, when we have, I know for myself that when I, when I have my, my battery charged, I'm able to respond to inevitable things like, you know, my dad had to have major knee surgery and it was really hard on him. And I was able to, you know, visit him and make him laugh while he was in the hospital and able to help take care of him and bring him his favorite smoothies. Cause I was in a good place and I was able to be there for my dad. But if I was in some of the times, a place of, of, of being too tired and cranky, he wouldn't have had the same daughter. And so I'm really grateful that I was able to do that. That was something I was able to control. Could I control that my dad needed knee surgery? No, but I could take care of Mandy. So then I could show up to be the daughter that I would really be proud for him to have. And that's what it's about. It's about really falling in love in a way. I know that may sound a little corny, but like falling in love with, with going within and cherishing our own self-care so that we could navigate this crazy blue planet together in a way that's more enjoyable and decreases suffering. Yeah, you make such a good point, which is that we cannot control the external. Life is crazy and things happen beyond our control. But the more that we take care of ourselves, the more that we can control what happens within and how we respond to it and how we react to it. And I love your, your example there about, about your, your dad in the hospital from, from knee surgery. Like you were able to be there more for him because you were taking care of yourself. You didn't have any control over the fact that he had to have knee surgery. But you responded in a way that was much more loving and much more of ease, right? Because you were taking care of yourself. Like I would venture to say, if you weren't taking care of yourself during that time, the experience of your father in the hospital would have been stressful and worrisome and upsetting. And, and it just would have caused more and more negative emotion as opposed to when you take care of yourself, like you said, when you fill up your battery, when you, you know, to bring up assessments again, when you're living in your strengths, right? When you're not trying to force yourself to be something that you're not, that's part of self-care as well. Living within who you really are. You know, Enneagram shows such a great example of where you go when you are healthy and you're in your kind of growth phase and then where you go when you're stressed. And so understanding that and realizing spending more time in my, in the healthy side of the expression of my personality, taking care of yourself, meditation, yoga, breath work, uh, nature, whatever it is for you will give you more control. So that's the, that's the, that's the lesson here. We're not in control of the external, but we can control within. And the more we take care of ourselves, the more control we have within. And that's why it's so important to not only cultivate self-care, but I love that you bring up assessments. It, that's why it's also important to have a never-ending curiosity of understanding yourself on a deeper level. Because, you know, me being an Enneagram type nine, I've learned from studying my Enneagram and studying like what it looks like when, like you said, when I'm in stress or, you know, what it looks like when I'm healthy that, you know, of what I need. And it's so important for me to be aware of setting boundaries and for me to ask myself and to challenge myself of what I want, because as nines, we tend to mold with whoever we're with. 
I wouldn't have that awareness and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know, I wouldn't even have some of the thoughts that I have now about asking about, okay, wait a minute, what do I really want? Am I just saying this because I want to please, you know, my husband or want to please my dad or whoever it is, or what is it that I really want? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to have that self care had I not known my Enneagram type and had I not studied that and really got curious as how that could apply. Yeah, most people don't know how to take care of themselves at all because they haven't dived deep enough to to figure that out and to understand, um, or they think that they know, but they're really just masking their pain, right? Or or numbing, which is what a lot of us do. So learning about yourself and understanding yourself is is kind of that first step to understanding how to take care of yourself, so that you can then have more control over your your inner world. That's all for this episode of Understanding Personality, Live Your True Voice. And we hope you found a new way to look at living a life of freedom, happiness, and fulfillment. For more ways to understand yourself and those around you, be sure to visit us online at understand.me. Until the next episode, we look forward to helping you live your true voice.